This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Did you know that it costs up to $3,000 for a lifetime of disposable diapers, which will take hundreds of years to decompose in landfills? Disposable diapers also contain harmful chemicals that can affect your baby. Are there other options? How does one cloth diaper? I'm Heather McNamara, Executive Director of the Real Diaper Association, here to show you how cloth diapering has changed over the years and to break down the confusing cloth diapering lingo. This is Parent Savers, Episode 26. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Did you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I am your host, Casey Wilt. You can now download our free app. Check it out on your smartphone or tablet. We are so excited to announce the Parent Savers Club. This is an exclusive membership club available to all our loyal listeners. It gives you access to all the archived episodes, written transcripts of the show, a behind-the-scenes look at the conversations that take place after each interview is over, plus a special monthly newsletter with special giveaways, discounts, and so much more. You can access all this great information through the web or through the new Parent Savers app. So for more information, visit parentsavers.com and click on the members link at the top of the page. Also, we want you to be a part of the show. Did you know you can email one of our experts directly and ask parenting questions? Or if you have a question in an episode that we didn't answer, send it in. We have so many great and knowledgeable experts partnering with us to get your questions answered. Email or you can call our hotline and we'll get them answered. So I am a new parent myself. My son Carson is 22 months old. And I am joined by four new parents here in the studio. Hi, I'm Scott Killian, certified financial planner with The Family Firm. I have one boy, and he is almost three. Do you cloth diaper, since we're talking about this other topic? I do cloth diaper. My name is Malia McKee. Uh, I'm 34. Shh, don't tell anybody that. I work in the biotech industry. I do work full-time, so I work outside the home. Um, I have two boys, Jack, Max. Um, Jack is two and a half, and Max is seven months. And we have cloth diapered both boys, um, Max from birth and Jack from three months. I'm Kate Hunter. I'm 36 years old. I work in regulatory affairs for a medical device company. I have two children, a three and a half year old girl and a 10 month old boy. And we've actually done both cloth and disposables for both kids. I am Mary Jane Fisher. I am 36 years old, uh, stay at home mom to uh, my son, Jason, who's 15 months old. And we started cloth diapering when he was five months old. Great to have you guys today. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com.
We have an email from one of our listeners. His name is Jake, and he lives in McFarland, Wisconsin. He says, I just wanted to say that I really appreciated your episode on baby-proofing your home. Our first child is just now crawling, and we've started to think about how we can make our home safe. I love the piece of advice about physically getting on your hands and knees and looking at your home from your child's perspective. Why didn't I think of that? Thanks again. Thank you, Jake, for listening to our episode on baby-proofing. We sure hope it helped you. So thanks for writing in. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for our show, call the Parent Savers Hotline at 619-866-4775 and we'll answer your question on a future episode. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today on Parent Savers, we have Heather McNamara, Executive Director of the nonprofit Real Diaper Association, and she's here with us to give us the dirty on clot diapering. So, Heather, thanks for joining us. What are the reasons why people would even choose to clot diaper? I mean, there's some people that are interested in the environment, but there's some people that aren't. Yeah, what are some reasons? There are three main reasons why parents would choose to clot diaper, Um, financial, environmental, and health reasons. And there was a study that came out in 2010 that showed that one-third of American families experience diaper need, meaning they have to um, cut back on basic necessities like food, utilities, and childcare in order to buy diapers. Because diapers can cost up to three thousand um, dollars for each child over the time you're you're diapering. So them. is that like a grand a year if you're if you <laughs> diaper until Roughly. three? Okay. Yeah. So if you choose to use cloth diapers instead, though, you're not purchasing a different diaper for every diaper change. So you're reusing a single diaper. So over and over and over. So you can get a stash of cloth diapers that will cost you a few hundred dollars. Um, so that will save you roughly $2,500 over the course, at least over the course of your child's uh, diapering lifetime. So that's a big reason, especially in a tough economy, why you're seeing parents choose cloth diapers. Um, another is environmental. And you mentioned that, um, or we mentioned it in the intro. 7.6 billion pounds of garbage, are diaper garbage, enter landfills in the United States every 7. year. 7.6 billion pounds. Billion pounds. Yeah. That's just from, and that's the States. That's just the United States. That's enough diapers to fill Yankee Stadium 15 times <gasps> over. Every that's pretty, year. That's pretty <laughs> dirty. Yeah. <laughs> When you talk about reduce, reuse, recycle, we always hear that. Well, the highest on that, that's a hierarchy. And so cloth diapers represent both reducing and reusing. But since they're a natural waste, per se, Mm -hmm. a bodily function, wouldn't they just kind of decompose? Well, not the plastics and the uh, chemicals that are in disposable diapers. No, in fact, the those will take up to 500 years to decompose. For one diaper? Yes. <laughs> so if William Shakespeare was in disposable diapers, his diapers <laughs> would still be in our landfills. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting uh, thought to put out there. <laughs> and then the other big reason is health. And um, people are becoming much more uh, careful and aware of the uh, environmental toxins and chemicals that are around them. And just the same in 
disposable diapers. So it's not magic that makes them absorb. There are chemicals in them that are absorbing, and those chemicals are now up against your baby's bottom skin for a long periods of time, and they're off-gassing, and those um, can be um, absorbed through your child's um, lungs even as they're breathing. So I had heard um, disposable diapers, the stuff that they stick in disposable diapers was in tampons that cause TSS, toxic shock syndrome, and that is removed from tampons, but they're in diapers. Is that true? Yes, that is true. Um, though... <laughs> It wasn't a direct causal effect. Those chemicals were not causing TSS. It's the you know a- extra absorption um, being left in for a long period of time that could lead to toxic shock symptoms. So it's not actually quite as uh, cut and dry as that makes it sound. Okay. But we can take the idea from that that we also don't want to leave our babies soaking in their diapers for too many hours. Well, certainly the longer they're exposed to their waste, um, the more sensitive their skin will be um, and react to that. So So how are diapers different now than they used to be um, when our parents had kids or even just, you know, five, ten years ago for people who are having multiple kids? Mm -hmm. Uh, Good question. And both are different. (laughs) I think I need to explain what a diaper is first just to make sure that we all are talking about same thing. And a diaper is going to do two things. It's going to absorb moisture and it's going to be moisture resistant. So uh, absorb it, be able to like hold it like a towel would, um, but also not go all the way through like a towel would to their clothing. Mm -hmm. So you need a moisture resistant component as well. So those two things in our parents' generation, um, so let's say even when I was a a baby, um, the absorbency would be done by a large something, a square of uh, cotton that looks similar to a dish towel. Yeah, like a rag. In fact, they were our rags all growing up. Uh (laughs) ours too. (laughs) Yeah. And it was usually a single layer, and then they would fold it using some origami method Uh um, to get it into the shape of a diaper, and then pin it on, and then usually put on something on top. And um, in in their older days, it was either kind of these rubber pants Mm -hmm. or um, wool covers. Now, wool has stayed around as a possibility, but no no more rubber pants, which are all crackly and gross. So so now the change is that you still need to do those – Things. You still need to be moisture absorbent and moisture resistant, um, but you can do that with a variety of fabrics and a variety of s- shaped diapers now um, and with different closure methods so you don't have to use pins anymore either. So some of the cloth diapers today that you'll see, are they close with snaps or Velcro. And then as far as between 10 years ago and now, what you're seeing is the styles um, are changing ever so little <laughs> year to year, but um, those do seem to be slight improvements. So improvements on how elastic works around the legs and um, better containment um, and, and even some um, different kinds of f- absorbing fabric. So you've seen uh, new things like microfiber come on um, the scene. So instead of just cotton and hemp, which used to be, and now they've added some bamboo um, absorbent pieces as well. Not all progress is good progress, but um, some of those have been really helpful, and that's what you'll see the differences between now and And these are all just basically ago. different preferences by people and different preferences by companies that put it out there. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or preferences by what your baby is going to hold. You know, some people mm-hmm. try different things because they're a heavy wetter, you know, or the way that they sleep. So, yeah, there's definitely different ways to do it. 
So can you um, jump in there? Show me show me some samples and give me some cloth diapering lingo to break it down for people. What is what? Like, what's a snappy? What's a pre-fold? And, you know, pocket, all-in-one? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so let's go back a little bit. So as I was saying, there was that big rectangle of fabric or square of fabric that your grandmother used, and that's called a flat. And then the, the thing after that, the first innovation in cloth diapering was the pre-fold. And all that is is it takes this large square of single layer fabric and it folds it in a way and so that it's sewn so that the center is thicker and has more layers than the sides kind of look like the the modern day birth cloth exactly yeah yes okay so those are called pre-folds and that's the diaper that you'll usually see if you're using a diaper service so they're washing their diapers for you they bring them to your house you use them and then put them out on the um, front porch for them to pick up the next week. So those are prefolds. Now that would need a cover because that is absorbent, but you still need a moisture resistant piece on the outside. Okay, so you know what? Um, we did the prefolds when my son was little. I don't even remember the reason. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna let him breathe a little bit, but I don't want him naked because then he's gonna pee all over the couch. So I put him in this whatever uh, prefold, and I didn't put a cover on it because which you're gonna talk about in a second. And the next thing you know, he sat everywhere and got everywhere wet because I, <laughs> and then he's laying on me nursing, and the next thing you know, I'm wet. And I was like, Oh, that's why they're important. Got it. <laughs> so you have your prefold and you need a cover for it. Which, right. But how do you close the prefold? Well, you can actually just put the prefold on, slide it under the cover, and put the cover on, and the cover will Velcro on. Um, but if you wanted your prefold to be on there pretty securely, you would use a fastener in there's um, fasteners. I think you can use say the okay, name. Okay, so one. there's one called the Snappy, and it has a kind of a grabby uh, claw on. Uh, couple ends of it. You know how I explain it? It's, uh, um, you know, when you have an, like ace, an ace bandage. bandage. <laughs> <laughs> the, cl- the ace bandage closer. Hey, you know what? I could save myself a lot of money and just go buy a lot of the closures for ace bandages <laughs> and stick them in my diapers. <laughs> you could. <laughs> um, for all the snappies I managed to lose, that would probably <laughs> be a smart way to go. But anyway, so it's like fastener, but it's the shape of it, almost like a T, huh? Yeah. It's shaped like a T, and then it's got that grabby piece like the ace bandages when you have want to close that, um, and but it's plastic and it's not quite as sharp even as the ace bandage ones. So they're safe to use on your baby. So you put that on, and then you're going to put a cover on. And the cover is made of polyurethane laminate, the most common kinds of covers, and so that would be moisture resistant. Now, so that would be a prefold and a cover. Now your old old school flats you can still use with a cover. Um, or towel, dish towel. Towel you can use with a cover. Yes. So absolutely. anything can just go in this cover. Anything. In fact, my son was demonstrating recently how he could fold his T-shirts and put them on his diapers on his bears. <laughs> so um, yeah, anything. I've also heard of flower sacks. You could use a flower sack. Flower sack. Flower sack. What? I don't even know what a flower sack is. Yeah, it's kind of like kitchen. Oh, towel. flower like flower, flower like baking flower. <laughs> I was thinking like a daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so you can use those. So 
um, those are kind of the two pieces. Now, fitted diapers um, take that, the idea of having just absorbency be their job, but they shape it and they make, um, they use elastic around the bottom. So this diaper starts to look now just like your disposable diaper, except that it still needs a cover, but it's shaped like a diaper. So that fitted diaper will go on with Velcro or snaps and then still need a cover. Okay, show me one to get me. Okay. Okay. Um, What I'm (laughs) looking at right now, you guys can check out our video on our website. So it exactly is that. It looks um, exactly like a diaper except... I don't know. Except it's cloth. I mean, it's a soft fabric (laughs) on the inside and the outside. It doesn't look like... Yeah, this is made of 100% organic cotton. So all the way through is just cotton. But it just has tabs. Now, wouldn't, on the you, front, wouldn't that be too much work on. that you would use that and then a cover on top of it? Your child's butt would be, you know, really nice cushiony. <laughs> yep, it would be nice cushiony, perfect for little ones, <laughs> just that they need. Cushion them falling all over the place. <laughs> but airflow or anything like that with that much fabric? Um, well. Airflow is fine. This is cotton. Cotton is a natural fiber, and so it is. It breathes. So it's there's no plastic in here that's going to stop any airflow. Even though it's thick, it still is going to breathe all the way through the fabric. The thing that's going to stop the airflow to some extent is the polyurethane laminate, but that stops it even less so than the disposable diaper plastic. Um, if you wanted something that was really breathing all the way through, you'd choose a natural fiber all the way throughout. So you'd use cotton or hemp on the inside, and then you use wool on the outside because wool is a natural fiber, but it acts also moisture-resistant um, as a cover so that your your baby's bottom is not causing wet spots all over your house. <laughs> yeah, well, with that one, if I didn't put a cover on it, wet because it's, it's pretty thick, <laughs> so I probably would get a wet spot and after 15 minutes, probably mm-hmm. after like... True. You know, yes, this would last longer. Right, absolutely, without a cover. You could certainly do this without a cover, and a lot of people do choose to do that, and they just change their baby diapers more, you know, more frequently. More frequently. Okay. We've talked about prefolds. We've talked about the snappies and the covers. Uh-huh. What's next? And we've talked about fitteds and covers. So now what we do is the next step is to combine the pieces into one. So just like um, in disposable diapers, they have the wood pulp and the chemicals doing the moisture absorption for you mm-hmm. and the uh, plastic exterior doing moisture resistance, but it's all packaged into one single diaper. Well, cloth diapers have that solution as well, and it's called, in fact, geniusly, an all-in-one. <laughs> so it uh, does it all in one. And so what it does is it'll have an absorbent core with a moisture-resistant exterior, but they're sewn together. So the same materials are doing uh, that we already talked about, cotton or hemp on the inside and PUL on the outside, but it's all sewn together now. So baby babysitter and parent-proof? Yes, this goes on and off just like a disposable diaper. It looks exactly the same. So it's very simple. It does look exactly like a little, except it's cuter. Except it's cuter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny you should mention that. I always talk about the financial, environmental, and health reasons for using cloth diapers, but you really can't ignore the cute. (laughs) The cute factor is really important as well. Why not everyone get that one? Because if it's just the same as a disposable, then... Yeah, so the reason is this takes long, a lot longer to dry, and it's a little bit harder to wash, too. Um, but mostly it's the drying that's the problem of this. And so they kind of solved that by creating the pocket diaper. The pocket diaper is going to look a lot like an all-in-one. It goes 
on and off in one piece, just like a disposable and just like an all-in-one. But the difference is you can actually take the absorbent piece out and separate it so that when you're washing it, that separation will allow it to agitate through the dryer in a way that allows all the pieces to dry faster than they would if they were all sewn together. Um, so a pocket just simply has, it looks like a sleeve with polyurethane on a laminate on the outside. Uh, on the inside is a stay dry fleece layer, and that's going to be the side that's against your baby's skin. And then in between those two sewn together layers, you slide into the pocket an absorbent piece, which can be cotton, hemp, microfiber, bamboo. When it kind of looks like a cotton maxi pad. Yeah. Really, if you <laughs> yeah. to break it down. It does. It's usually just kind of a rectangular, long piece of absorbent material. So since that's a separate piece, does that mean you can pick the insides you want or add extra for nighttime and that kind of thing? Absolutely, yeah. I'm glad you asked that because, yeah, you can completely customize both the fabric that works for your baby and the level of absorbency that you need for the time that you're using it. So if you're going on a long car trip, say, or nighttime or nap time, you can add Or you just don't want to change diapers, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to require you to change every two to three hours. Um, and then you always want to change the second your baby poops in a diaper. So you never want to let that go for any amount of time because that's really when, going to really cause any rashes. diaper, any well, really any diaper. <laughs> yes, good point. <laughs> so for nighttime per se, if you were going to stick a pocket, you'd maybe stick like two of these maxi pad things in, or sure, or three, or three, or four. <laughs> their butt can be really big. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So what um, exactly is a hybrid diaper? Hybrid diapers take that absorbent piece, and they you can they give you options for what you're using to solve that absorbency problem. So um, if you have a, you can choose to use either cotton or something that's disposable. So you have still your outer uh, layer is reusable and usually like a polyurethane laminate cover outer. And then inside that kind of maxi pad looking square or rectangle, instead of using cotton or hemp, you would use this, Thing that that's made of like kind of wood pulp and um, chemicals, and so it's the same things that are in a disposable diaper, but you put them in but, a line. But no plastic. But no plastic. Usually no plastic. Some some of them actually add plastic to the backing of them, hmm. um, thinking that that will add to the moisture resistance. But not all of them do that. And and I've seen some of them you can flush in the toilet. Yeah, some of them say that they can be flushed though. You know, the, all the wastewater uh, departments that I've spoken with recommend against that. And certainly you have to be really careful depending on your sewer system, your specific system. Um, so you don't want to mess with that. So <laughs> in general, you, you probably not do that, not, not flush them um, unless you're really confident and you've spoken with your water department. But the others, some of them say that they're, you know, biodegradable. And again, um, that's true but under certain conditions. We use the disposable inserts for travel a lot. So if I'm going to my mother-in-law's and she lets me use her washing machine, great, we bring our cloth. But if we're going to, say, Hawaii, um, it's nice to have those as an option Mm -hmm. um, because I trust the covers, especially on the plane. So it's just nice to have that option and not have to lug disposables or worry about purchasing them there. A lot of times I'll I'll buy them and ship them Mm -hmm. and they'll be at our destination or pack them really flat, in suitcases. Because they do pack smaller than a disposable. Very much so. And they're great. So a hybrid would be um, this this outer layer that's waterproof, this disposable insert 
Or when they say hybrid, it means or you can go the other way. Insert. So you could stick your other reusable insert in there. Yeah, so you could be using these diapers that are called hybrid diapers, but you could be using them in a 100% reusable way, um, or you could use them in a partially disposable way. Great, thanks so much. So when we come back, we'll talk about what to do with the poop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back with Heather McNamara, Executive Director of the nonprofit Real Diaper Association, and she is talking to us about cloth diapering. So what do you do with the poop? That's the question that everybody <laughs> everybody wants to know. What do you do with the poop? Uh-huh. When you asked me earlier about the difference between our grandmother's day and today, I, I thought, you know, this is also part of, part of it um, because... I never saw a diaper sprayer used by my parents or my no grandparents. Ho- no hose? <laughs> and the diaper sprayer for me was a big improvement yeah. in, for cloth diapering. So what a diaper sprayer is, is you hook up on the side of your toilet, there is a valve and you can add a hose in. And at the end of your hose, you have a um, sprayer, spray nozzle. And so you just simply turn on the water on the side of the toilet, hold the spray nozzle, and spray your diaper into the toilet to get all the the waste, the solid it material. It kind of off. looks like one of those old those sinks that the extra hose comes out to wash your yeah, um, like dishes. a kitchen sink. Yeah, okay. where you yeah, pull that, that out. That's exactly what it is. And you can buy commercial versions of it, or you could save a lot of yeah, money and we, like I did. Yeah, and I built my own using exactly that. How a, much did you kitchen. spend when you when you somewhere bought? between fifteen and twenty dollars? Huh. Uh, I think. And how much do they usually cost? The, the ones that are about 50 bucks. Like, like 50 yeah. or 60 dollars. We actually went on eBay and bought a bidet. And bidets are not com- <laughs> common in um, the United States at all. But Mr. Bidet on eBay, I mean, <laughs> I think that's the name or whatever. But um, you can just go bidet and, you know, pops up. And I'm like, oh, man. And to be honest, we've used it ourselves. We kind of like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes a great conversation piece. Oh, yeah. Put it in the guest bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> so you spray the diapers off. And then, um, but what if you don't have a diaper sprayer? A lot of people don't have diaper sprayers. Sure. You can also use flushable liners. So they um, sell these just rolls of what look like uh, dryer sheets. Okay. They're real, they're thin, but not not as thin as like toilet paper. And uh, you just lay that on the diaper in between the baby and the diaper, and that'll catch the solid material. And then you just kind of peel that off the diaper and drop it into the toilet. It drops in with the solids, and you that's pretty rid easy. Of your solids. Yes. So then, now what do you do with your diaper? So do you take the pieces apart? I mean, do, I know the all-in-one, the pieces are sewn in together. Right. But the pocket, do you take? You said you take them out. Yeah, and it depends on the brand because some of the styles are actually attached. Um, or made, something. Well, some of them are also made to agitate out in the wash by themselves, so you don't have to separate them before you hmm. put them in they the wash. They make it easier and easier these yeah. days. <laughs> Pretty soon they'll be washing the diapers for me. <laughs> right. With those flushable liners, we use those for a little while. And they say you can put them in the toilet. We had the 
we had the plumbers come out um, about once every three weeks. Oh, really? Um, to fish them out of our mm. of our of our Septic sewer. Um, we didn't really know anything about diaper sprayers, um, but we quickly learned after that. <laughs> and so, when we did use them, if the diaper was peed, we washed them and we re- we reused them. If it was pooped, then that's when we used the. The, the, the toilet, which d- did not work in our experience. Well, Malia, you were saying something in the other room about disposables and the waste. Right. So if you actually check on the side of a disposable diaper package, it actually says to flush the solid waste, which I would say most people don't do. Well, that's the point of a disposable. You just toss the whole thing. But but I think it was. It's illegal. It's illegal. To, it's kind of like throwing batteries away. You're not supposed to do it. It's illegal to do. It's mm-hmm. putting human waste in the landfill, which is not necessarily the best idea. And to be honest, even people who do disposables might want to consider putting it in the toilet because then your house isn't stinking. True. So. Very true. So I've now sprayed my poop off into the toilet or I plop it out because it plops out. So I wait until my diapers stack up and I've rinsed them in the toilet. They don't have a stink. So it's not like I walk into my laundry room and it has this massive over stench. Um, and then when they get to be full, I toss them in my wash and for me if I cloth diaper and it's too much work I I just won't do it so I have it set to the like the towel wash which is like the extra 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 wash and then I set my thing for an extra rinse and I put on hot and I don't do because some people soak them and then they do another load and that's fine for me I just I can't do that much work but what are some other systems that you can do yeah it doesn't have to actually be that hard um so most people wash their diapers every two or three days and that's what's recommended so um you take your full diaper pail down to your uh, laundry and it's pretty straightforward so you've already dumped your solids so you just do start with a uh, warm rinse um a hot wash with enough detergent as if you have something very dirty like my husband's hockey clothes. Um, so yeah, that much detergent. And then two rinses, uh, usually on warm to finish. And most people have their washers. They can't make such fine distinctions about the yeah, uh, like temperature of your rinse okay. and stuff. So I'm just giving the ideal if you could but most people are going to end up setting it to a hot wash and just set an extra rinse on there because all washes start and end with rinse cycles so you've already got your initial rinse in there and your final rinse in there and you're just adding in an extra rinse at the end Uh, and that's really just to get all of your detergent out what if you can't get all the poop off the diaper when you spray it well it'll come out in that initial rinse is that safe is that yeah yeah so you can you know, get in there with your, um, get in, look around after you take your diapers out of the washing machine and see, and it's, it looks completely clean and swipe around in there. It's clean. So it's gone. Then you want to dry them and the, you can dry them in, in the sun, ideally, because that would bleach out any stains, um, or you throw them in your dryer or mix and match those, those options. Can you hire a cloth diapering company? Oh, diaper services. Diaper services are great, and they are on the upswing again. So in most cities, there are um, more than one diaper service that are available for you. And they will come and um, drop off beautiful, clean set of diapers at the beginning of the week or when your baby's first born, and then you use them all week and put them outside sitting. They give you a bag, and you put it outside, and they pick them up and drop you off magically 
clean diapers again to use for the rest of the week. So you don't have to do any of the laundry. Um, you do actually have to do wash your covers. I kind of slightly misspoke. You do have to do some of the laundry, but you're not doing that the inners. So you're using pre-folds with covers and uh, those pre-folds are being cleaned by the diaper service. So no pockets, no all-in-ones or anything? No, like most diaper services don't do that. There are a couple of exceptions here and there across the country, but for the most part, it's pre-folds. Um, that are being washed there. And in that case, with the diaper service, you're not saving as much money. So the costs are probably going to be pretty similar, but you are still gaining the environmental and health benefits. Um, and even environmentally, you know, some people say, well, with the driving around, the picking up, et cetera, it's not as environmentally friendly. Well, that's somewhat true, but. Um, on the other hand, their washing is incredibly efficient, um, more than a home washing situation. But as far as a service goes and what you're spending on disposals versus what you're spending on a diaper service for them to take them away, I've heard from some people in some some circles that they have found it to be like a little bit cheaper. You know, they, It is so. still a little bit cheaper, and it depends on the service, too. You know, some, some of the services that are going to be focusing on, you know, using all the organic materials and, um, and really green, clean, cleaning systems, those might be a little bit more comparable on your cost. Okay. But if you found the cheapy old one, you actually yeah. would be still saving You're money. You're still saving money, yeah. Great. Thank you so much to Heather for l- helping us learn about cloth diapering. If you want more information on the Real Diaper Association, go to today's show on the episode page on our website or visit realdiaperassociation.org. And join our membership club and you can hear the rest of the conversation as we continue talking with Heather. We'll ask her a couple more questions and you can get that from our Parent Savers Club. Before we wrap up today's show, here's psychologist Jennifer Shear with tips on understanding the emotional side of parenting. Hi, Parent Savers. I am Dr. Jennifer Shear, a clinical psychologist with a practice in San Diego. One of my specialties is working with women during pregnancy and throughout the transition to motherhood. Today's segment is on ways to manage the panic we often feel with the sleep deprivation that comes along with baby. There are certain things we all know we should do in order to get the sleep we need. However, actually doing them is a whole other story. We know we should nap when baby naps, let go of the housework, and allow others to help us. However, in order to do these things, we must let go of how we are used to functioning, do battle with the perfectionist inside us, and allow ourselves to be partially dependent on others. Some ways to exercise this necessary shift is to remind yourself that this is an extremely intense, yet very temporary time of your life, to really commit to the job responsibilities of becoming a new mom in relation to sleep. Job is all about baby and self-care, and the rest is interference. Do your best to stay focused on the true priority and guard it like a mama bear. Accept that you will be functioning with a certain level of stress that comes from fatigue, and that's okay. You are still capable of being just good enough without feeling fully prepared or on top of your game. Try accepting this level of discomfort instead of fighting it, like relaxing muscles instead of tensing them when you feel stressed. If it is difficult to allow yourself to feel somewhat dependent on others, recognize that you are doing this in service of being more fully available for your baby. It might be helpful to remind yourself that even if you feel resistant or uncomfortable in these new behaviors, it is all to benefit baby and your own feelings of maternal competence. I hope these ways of thinking about the anxiety with mom fatigue aids you all in having more restful sleep whenever the opportunity is there for you to take. Thanks for listening to Parent Savers. 
That wraps up today's episode. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question for our expert about today's show or the topics we discussed, call our Parent Savers hotline at 619-866-4775 or send us an email through our website, parentsavers.com or our Facebook page, and we'll answer your question in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening to Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.